Thanks for joining us for this little conversation. And with me is uh, the ever, well, the ever something. What are you ever, Aidsy? I'm ever surviving. I'm Invictus. I'm the, I'm like Prince Harry's rumours. Um, I'm, I'm the guy that just won't go away like that fart uh, in a space suit. Anywho, uh, I greet you good peeps mm. and i thank you very much for letting me be on your device and my wordy don't i have some things that are going to get me shot tonight yes i've um basically oh. rung up my friends yeah. at Infowars, and they've yes. got me the paper uh i've got the what are they called the evidence right here or the, the i've got yes. the documentation yeah. um oh confirmed that's what it is confirmed because oh, I, I, I have tasked young Aidsy this week. I said, hey, you know what you should look into? Because it's hitting the news in Australia. Uh, it's a conspiracy theory, conspiracy group known as QAnon, which is centred in the US around Donald Trump. And so uh, is, of course, uh, very US-centric. But... Of course, Trump fans around the world have latched onto it. And it's hit Australian news in a couple of ways. And that's what got me to thinking about it. But, uh, AZ, you've been uh, the research boy. What have you uncovered? Well, I've uncovered a lot, angry, and surprisingly little. Um, It's... it's I, I, I sort of went at this one going, all right, it's another fucking conspiracy. Here we go again. Mm. Um, uh, years and years ago, um, I did at our behest, uh, but it was my, was, my, um, was my baby. I did yes. this big project and I was going to connect all the conspiracy theories there were together. Yes. Um, so I was going to get as many as I could and connect them together and do one episode of all of them together. And they were all going to, um, equal something. Um, it was going to be who shot JFK or something like that. And, um, uh, I kept on going through these, uh, researching these conspiracies and the difficulty with the work was that they would go up to a certain point um, just crazy and then they would veer off into fucking not actually feasible. Um, Like they'd bend um, like a broken leg and still keep sprinting Um, and just go, you can't actually do that. Um, One of their favourite tricks was to um, decide that numbers were stars, were shapes, were colours, were meaningful. Mm. Uh, And they'd jump um, uh, symbol shape to symbol to shape to, 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 well, numbers are shapes and um, uh, uh, bloody um, uh, events are symbols. Um, So they'd do this jumping around, right? Yeah. And um, it'd be bullshit. Straight yes. away, you could go, this is bullshit. Um, it's going nowhere. And I I believe a whole bunch of freaky fucking things. If you really sat me down and, and put the right drugs into me, you'd hear some very strange shit coming out of my head. Yeah. Um, but these conspiracy uh, uh, theories are always wildly fucked. Um Sadly, and this is the bit that really kicks me in the balls every time, sadly, they're really boring too. Um, I remember as a young fellow um, thinking that conspiracy theories were really cool. I loved them. I thought they were great. And, you know, um, all the um, people in the top of the world were in um, Illuminati and the shit out of everything. And yes. um, then uh, a mate of ours who'd been to Tasmania to get his doctorate, who yeah. goes to Tasmania to get a doctorate. Wow. It was weird. He was an enviro. And I never thought of the enviros as being doctors. I just thought of them as growing really good dope. And so he came back with some really good dope. And I started talking to him about conspiracy theories. And he said, yeah, it's nice, but there's no such thing. And I said, what do you mean? He said, have you ever been in a room 
um, meeting with people who have all had the same agenda going in the same direction and trying to get them to agree on anything. Now you put the world in the same room who've got completely different interests and you want them to to rule the world. You want them to decide the direction of the world. There's no fucking way that's ever going to happen. Now you, you can't get two people to agree. Um, you you clearly can't, can't get the Americans and the Soviets to agree on shit. Um, well, yeah. And uh, even today, the Americans and the Russians don't agree. And now the Americans have decided to take on a second front and decided to not agree with China. What is it about Trump? Interesting <laughs> I should say that <clears throat> because yeah. today's some um, uh, interesting – see, did you like my segue there? That's um, good. good. Today's uh, interesting um, uh, conspiracy theory is the QAnon theory, uh, a conspiracy theory. And the QAnon conspiracy theory is an adjunct to the – what do they call Pizza it? When Gate. Pizzagate. Pizzagate is an adjunct to Pizzagate, all right? Pizzagate was um, the Democrats, evil bastards, um, went under this pizza restaurant, had this basement, um, and in this basement were chained up uh, kitties for satanic sex rituals, um, which they got their pervy pleasure out of. Yes. Um, And there was going to be people rescue the kitties, right? Everyone said, this is stupid. All right, this is bloody stupid. Um, unfortunately, one time, and they, everyone ignored it because it was bullshit. Um, and then one one time, um, two guys came in with shotguns, and a third came in with an assault rifle, saying, "We're going to rescue the kitties. Uh, let them out now." The staff were just going, "We're all about to die." Yes. Um, and uh, people in the restaurant just hit the fucking floor, going, "We're all about to die," because yeah. there's no basement in the restaurant. Yes, there's so nothing. Up the basement is going it, to lead to disappointment, right? It's sl- it's a slab, it's a slab yeah. of fucking concrete, and um, the staff uh, in interviews later said, as soon as we couldn't show them a trapdoor, they were going to blow our fucking head off. Yeah. Um, thankfully, one of the waitresses got out the back and got on her cell and got nine one one to show up in a yes. big hurry, and they did yeah. show up in a big hurry yeah. uh there was a diplomat in the restaurant at the time and this was the thing it was a place that uh democrats were often seen to hang out yes. um and Which is why they decided that, to make a conspiracy out of it because power brokers this was the most popular pizza place in dc power brokers did go there and yes a certain <laughs> percentage of them are corrupt and evil a certain percentage of them are pedophiles <laughs> but uh, the conspiracy was bloody lonely, and um, uh, the the bloody <laughs> the the reason they all went there was because it's really fucking good pizza, apparently, hmm. um, and they could hang out with their mates, uh, and it was also out of the spotlight. Well, <laughs> not for long, um, not for long. Uh, and so these guys went in with uh, shotguns and uh, uh, yeah, and a sight rifle. And then another guy came in with a sledgehammer and started breaking the floor. Um, and the pizza place, I don't know if it's still closed, but they temporarily at least closed. They just said, no more. Um, fucking one of us is going to die. Um, and we just, this is bullshit. We can't keep doing this where customers aren't coming because they're worried that um freedom fighters are going to come and fucking kill them yes um and we can't show them the basement uh and one day when we can't show them the basement they're going to kill us so they shut it down for a little while um i don't know if it's still shut um uh, i didn't get into that but i wanted to point that out because that conspiracy stops it stops because there's nothing there and it can't go anywhere when there's no basement, the yes. conspiracy falls over, right? Yeah. Trouble with these conspiracies is they don't go away. They stick around. <clears throat> um, and they stick around for the worst reasons. Uh, at some point, I'll be getting on to 9-11, so everyone just get ready for that. Yeah, um, themselves. 
It's well, it's 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 a grave. Um, you yeah. know, several thousand people died there, and it's a it's yeah. a really full on uh, thing to talk about because we were saying, oh, it's bloody this and bloody that. No, several thousand people died. So you know, have a bit of fucking respect for the dead fuck fuckstone. Anyway, yeah. um, bloody uh, uh, this conspiracy can't go any quicker because there's no basement. But what it can yeah. do is it can fire up the imagination of your um, anti-Democrat um, and go, well, if it's not that basement, it's another one. Yes. And um, so that's what's happened. Somebody on 8chan, I shit you not, I've been through this, someone on 8chan very intricately put together um, this Q club um, yeah. and very intricately um, made it such that um, uh, uh, that this satanic um, uh, uh, pedophile ring was back. Or, no, they'd never gone away. And they were always at the Q Club and they were just looking at the wrong basement, right? It's on 8chan. It's clearly fiction, right? Yes. Um, it's then trolling. Yeah. It's trolling. It's massively trolling. Not for long. Um, the um, alt-right, um, uh, you know, Trump MAGA lovers have grabbed it and run with it. Um, they fucking massively run with this. Um, and this has become a huge thing in the, uh, in the States. Every time Trump turns up anywhere, there's Q posters around, there's QAnon, uh, posters around, there's QAnon, um, supporters with QAnon t-shirts. If you can't see MAGA, you can see QAnon. And QAnon is the resistance to Q, um, that these no, no, no. Uh, right Q, Q, Q is the person who's feeding them clues. Q is the nameless uh, insider who feeds them clues on the Chan boards. Gotcha. gotcha. Is oh, that was the link I missed. So Q feeds them tidbits of how Messiah Trump is going to uncover the truth, arrest the pedophiles. I mean, this is mutated in truly bizarre ways. Um uh, like when some celebrities uh, were on uh, a flight uh, that uh, for a technical reason got turned around uh, and it the, the whole thing was basically uh, live tweeted by uh, Chrissy Teigen. She's like a model and a TV person. She's married to John Legend, a musician, and they were on a holiday to Hawaii and the plane got turned around like right at the halfway mark. So basically they were on the plane for the entire time it would have taken to get to Hawaii. To Hawaii. But just to go back to the airport they landed. And she was live tweeting it. It was pretty funny. But these lunatics came up with because all of these uh, progressive celebrities are pedophiles and about to be arrested by Donald Trump. They came up with the uh, conspiracy that uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are both uh, uh, pedophiles and they're under arrest and they've got those ankle bracelet things um, and they're not allowed to leave America and the ankle bracelets went off over the ocean and so... Uh, Donald Trump's secret anti-pedophile people made the plane turn back. And this is funny, like, Chrissy Teigen's live tweeting, having fun, like, this is bullshit, they're turning us around, and neither of them had ever heard of QAnon. And they, like, she's live tweeting, got home, it's really late, I think they kind of went home, went to bed, woke up the next morning going, the fuck is this? Um, And their social media was unusual, unusable, unusable, and they were trending, and she's going, what the fuck is QAnon? And they'd been held up as the latest poster child of glorious leader Donald Trump um, stopping the pedophiles from escaping. And, and you know, they were understandably gobsmacked. They were like, I, I, I don't understand. Where has this come from? This is what? But these uh, conspiracy theorists, and when I first, when you first got back to me, that... I'd like to share with everyone. I sent AD off to research this, and a day later he comes back. This is bullshit, right? This isn't real. 
no, no, my friend, it is, it is real because it gets so strange so quickly. A rational person just goes, ah, oh, fuck no. And yeah, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend were just, I don't understand. What the fuck are you saying? What well, they, they had the, the reaction of a normal person um, to look at this and go, because the moment, okay, think, think on this. We hmm. are Australians. We are culturally and distance-wise very far away from this happening. Yeah. And so we have the, the comfort of two steps back. And so from two steps back, we can look at it and go, what the fuck have you done there yeah. with that? Why did you why did you paint that there? That's dumb. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's easy for us to go, you're being had, guys. But then ah. it's... Sorry, I, 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 just, I don't know if you did that on purpose, but the fact you brought this around to Australia is pretty much perfect because this is why I got AZ to look it up. Because, yes, the overwhelming 99% of Australia is just going to go, you would have to be a fucking idiot to believe this. <gasps> but there's the 1%. And sometimes uh, they go a bit high in the world. As a story that came out in the last week or so, and everything about this is amazing from the headline to the subhead, and then from then on, uh, the headline I'm looking at says, psychiatrist stuck, struck off for posting bizarre QAnon conspiracy theories. And the subhead is a Sydney doctor who shared alt-right views with patients on his clinic website. It's found mentally unfit to treat people. See, that's how a rational person looks at conspiracies at this level. You actually have some form of mental disorder. You know, it's easy to look at, especially a psychologist, psychiatrist, and go, yes, you are mentally unfit um, to treat psychological disorders. You're, you're fired. Um, but you know, you know that over there in the States who've uh, got, you know, very stable and solid bicameral um, two-party system, you know, there's a vast amount of people who are in um, professional, high-end professional jobs who yes. go, yeah, queuing on, man, yeah, yeah, fighting for justice. Just stay strong, brother, stay strong. Or could it be sister? You know, you don't, yeah. you don't know. Be safe. Be. be safe, Q. Um, yeah. I, uh, I was reading that the, um, the, the Brothers of the Oath just let me, I've got it. No, I've got it yep. here. Oath yeah. Keepers. Oath Keepers. Oath Keepers are now escorting um, Q and on um, supporters to and from Trump rallies um, oh. so they don't get picked off. Um, <laughs> Oath Keepers um, claim to be a non-partisan, non-government organisation um, who are invested in keeping... Uh, public and um, private citizens safe um, from clearly devious, underhanded uh, governmental um, or um, uh, terrorist treachery. So right. effectively they're thugs willing to go the knock on anything they think's dodgy, which, as we've seen before, can be anything. Um uh, they're they're a hybrid between the religious ultra right and the right wing militia movement in the US. Mm -hmm. There's there's a religious underpinning to the Oath Keepers, but they're very much part of that right wing militia movement. As Aidy says, armed and pretty friggin' dangerous, quite honestly. Yeah, um, always armed, um, always armed, and um, fucking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and now around in increasing numbers. Um, yeah. There's also a, a hand signal. <clears throat> right. And um, it's basically um, when Trump makes a circle with his hand and puts a, a dot through it, um, that is him making a cue. And he it's... He does yeah. do that hand motion a lot. Right. 
and um, it's him showing um, the supporters um, that he's received another uh, helpful message from Q and is doing the best he can um, to yeah. fix up the terrible problem, okay? Yeah. Um, and I thought, yeah, fucking, yeah, it's, another, it's, it's more shit that people have seen on the screen. Yeah. Well, fucking lately... Um, the gestures become very fucking deliberate, and he's doing it. He's really fucking doing it. He's really doing it deliberately. He's really putting it out there at the rallies that he goes to once or twice, just once or twice, and the QAnon people go fucking wild. Um, it's like the man knows no bottom. There is no oh. depth to which this guy will not sink. Um, you know, I, 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 okay. Why, why do I freak out about conspiracies in the United States of America? Well, let's think about this. Um, <laughs> because there was a Cold War, there was a missile program to throw nuclear bombs at um, each other. Um, yes. And that was a thing. Um, in order to, show off their dicks without actually throwing nuclear bombs at one another, um, the USSR and the USA got into a um, cockfight about going to the moon. Um, difficult, difficult thing to do. And the reason it was to the moon was uh, the USSR was beating the USA in every fucking turn. First rocket up, um, first man in space, um, uh, first uh, space walk, they're getting all these firsts. Um, yes, and then America said, Fuck this, we're going to the moon. And uh, Russia went, Oh, you know, the USSR went, oh, Fuck, we're going to. And um, they basically then had to bolt, um, uh, they had 10 years to do it, and they had to bolt, um, to get everything ready and get it on the moon. Now, uh, big deal, we say, mm. um, what a boondoggle, we say. Mm. Mm. Turns out um, that most of the technology we use right now came yeah. from that um, from that era, um, from World War II technology. Uh, World War II technology made those rockets go. Uh, Cold War technology made the electronics go. And yes. um, post um, uh, post moon uh, technology. Um, and uh, increased um, ICBM um, capability gave us computer chips that were perfect. They were um, putting computer chips into uh, rocket ships um, and they got better and better and better until finally the last two uh, moon missions could use the computers entirely. And before that, they were um, controlling them from the ground Mm. Using radar signals because they weren't, they didn't trust um, MIT's uh, computers entirely. They mm. were actually pretty good, but they were electromag uh, electromechanical. The gyros would get out of sync. N nothing that we wouldn't expect today. Nothing yeah. that we wouldn't expect today. But they were all freaking out, going, "The moon's a long way away. We've never been there, and we <laughs> really want to fucking hit it." Um, because you've got to hit it at the right angle to get it to go round and round and round, or they'll skip off and we'll just hear very tearful goodbyes, and that will be wildly fucked. Yeah. And so they said we'll do it from the ground. Now, yeah. this leads us very quickly and very easily to um, myth kill number one. Oh, the Americans never went to the moon. Well, yes, they did. Yeah. Um they did because we uh, know that whilst the Americans were following their craft with radar um, stations that were pointed, uh, they were pointed at an angle, right, so they could see where they were um, and were sending um, directions up um, electronically and verbally. Yeah. Uh, that's why we have acronyms in yeah. space and in computers. It's not because it makes words easier. It made, it made the Russians uh, annoyed to have to work out <laughs> what the fucking words mean. That's all it was. Words that were um, uh, done better by the Russians weren't yeah. acronymed. Scrubber, yeah. booster, 
these yeah. were technologies that the Russians were really good at. Things yeah. that the um, Russians weren't good at, LEM, um, uh, and, you know, the, the yeah. IC-125 and GLC uh, uh, NAVCOM-4. Yeah. What the fuck? So you got these guys back in uh, Moscow going, what the fucking, looking up lists of shit. What does this mean? Then fucking translating it while the next sentence yeah. is coming. Like, fuck yeah. you, NASA. Yeah. But anyway, Russia and China um, trained their radars uh, onto the um, uh, uh, Apollo uh, capsules to make sure they weren't lying. And yeah. um, there's this uh, today. You can actually see the three tracks of the yes. um, of the three radars that followed yeah. the fucking Apollo's to and from the moon. Yeah. There was this really lovely story of uh, Apollo 14 um, was going out to the moon, and uh, the Americans lost it. it. They lost it. It was just gone, and they were going fuck. Um, there's this whole off-of spacecraft that we own. Yeah. It's got yeah. USA on it. If you've seen it, uh, the driver's a close personal friend of mine and it costs $40 billion. Yeah. Can you give me a call? And the uh, Russians called up and said, we don't see your track. <laughs> we know that the Apollo should be around here. We yeah. don't see your track. Um, yeah. have you had a power out? And yeah. the Russians straight away, um, fucking phoned up and said, Dude, yeah. do you need a hand? And yeah. the Americans reacquired and went, Ah, yes, your yeah. uh, your information was perfectly right. Thank yeah. you so very much for your call. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and that was it. Isn't that weird? At the height of the Cold War, with all the tensions, with all the competition, and the Russians weren't shy about a rewriting history. They weren't shy about changing their own history. They weren't shy about claiming stuff for Russia that was nothing to do with Russia. You know, Stalin was very good at making unpersons um, oh, yeah. and, and all this sort of stuff. But no one was cynical enough to just go public and say, you know, the Americans never actually went to the moon. We had radar and there was nothing there. They, No one was cynical enough to think the public was stupid enough to believe that. Um, yeah. We now know better. If the Russians had done that, could you imagine time travelling back and saying to the Russians, for real, if you just say it never happened, an enormous chunk of the world will believe you. And I, yeah. I don't just mean people in Russia with no better news sources. I mean probably close to 50% of the United States would believe you. That yeah. um, didn't happen, and you could completely undermine. But it's it's, like, it's almost like that was such a naive time that nobody thought that people were that stupid that they would believe a conspiracy that outrageous. Um, well, oh, and small potatoes compared to others. But the other thing too was you got to remember the mentality of the time as well. Remember that all of this happened on World War II technology and that mm. both the USSR and the Americans had just come out of a bruising and brutal world war that yeah. effectively Russia and the USA won. And it's a horrible um, way to put it, but effectively they paid for it. Um, uh, Russia with the blood and America with the money. And yeah. um, they people have said to me that the 50s was a very boring time because it was basically run by men who had just been to war and they were going to come home and they were going to have their fucking peace. Thank you. Yeah. You're going to wear car keys. You're going to wear ties. You're not going to raise your fucking voice. And the dinner's going to be on the table at 6 fucking p.m. Take more Valium. And that was how the 50s was going to be run. Out of that, out of that technology came the space race. And that was all about, well, we want to show everyone that we can blow crap out of them without blowing crap out of them and... To do that, they had to invent more and more and more stuff um, that had more and more and more to do with physics that they didn't know, more and more to do with metallurgy that they didn't know, um, and more and more to do with dodgy scientific communication. Now, uh, a lot of people are more than aware now that the Russians and the Americans were talking back channel a lot. 
um, mm. in the Cold War. It's it stopped everyone from frying. Um, basically, every anything went fucking slightly sideways. There was phone calls going on. Are you? Are you? Nah, we're not. Are you? Nah, we're not. What the fuck? We don't know. It's not ours. Is it yours? No, nah, it's not ours. There's a lot of that going on. And during the whole space program, when it was actually on, um, and anything went wrong um, with uh, any of those craft, basically um, uh, uh, Roscosmos or, or NASA would be on the phone um, talking to one another going, do you need a hand just quietly? When Apollo 13 was coming back to Earth, fucking anywhere. It just had to make Earth go because, um, you know, everything was fucked. And uh, at one point, one of the guys uh, in one of those docos uh, said, oh, because it was all about power at that point, um, the, the beacon guys wanted their beacon on so that they could find the um, capsule in the dark in the ocean. He said, mate, you can't have it. I'm just looking for a fucking ocean. Um, <laughs> and the, the Russians basically said, we have started to array many warships hmm. um, in this this line in this direction in the Pacific um, yeah. and this line in this direction in the Atlantic. It was like their side. Yes. And yeah. uh, basically we know roughly where it's coming down and if it comes down near us, we will obviously um, secure mm. it for you, mm. Um, mm. which meant they were going to basically race in and, and, and fish them out of the water if need be. Mm. Um, same thing happened. The Americans did the same thing. Um, when mm. one of the um, uh, one of the uh, uh, Soyuz started to spin out of control, um, yeah. the it, it actually hit Kazakhstan. But um, the Americans went fuck. You know, if you need to land in Kansas, that's cool, man. That's totally yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and in fact, on the back of each um, um, Soyuz is uh, the instructions of taking off the hatch and helping out the cosmonauts. It's written in Russian, but it's also written in English. Um, there's pictures on how to do it. It's fucking, I don't care where it lands. If you can help the yeah. guys inside, just fucking get them out, will you please? Oh, and don't stand in front of the rockets. They might still have fuel in and it could be burning. Um, so there was all this going on and the technology that we got out of it yeah. was um, spectacular. We started to get metallurgy happening like we've never had before. The Russians and the Americans swapped metallurgical secrets. The Russians have been the best metallurgists in the world for fucking decades. They are amazing what they can do with metal. Yes. Um, the Americans realised that you can go up into space uh, and um, boil up glass um, and then when you let it set, it sets perfectly spherically and so you've got the best optics you can possibly have. So you <laughs> chop a couple of those in half and you put them in spy satellites. Eh. Um, <laughs> nice you to know. You probably make cool ice too, make perfect spheres of ice out there in it space. It could too, couldn't it? I'm just imagining the people on the International Space Station having really swish cocktail parties. Yeah. I say that yeah. I'm, I'm letting AZ talk there while I prepare to mix a cocktail because I just like to do that when we're talking. Well, you should, but the reason I went on all about that was that we know that those moon landings happened. We know that. And yes. all the fucking tech that we use today, all of it, look look at me. I'm wearing a headset with a microphone on it that's yeah. plugged into the computer that's going Wi-Fi to the computer. It's not even bothering to talk to the um, to the internet. It's just talking to a radio that's plugged into a power socket in my house, a power socket that is then going through the house to the modem that is going and um, doing more fucking um, radio getting from, you know what I mean? It's all this yeah. radio transmission that uh, we know about how to do now and we can wrap this shit around the world um, because we've got satellites and we know how to do that. One of the reasons we have satellites is because it was really fucking convenient to try and get signals from spacecraft going around the world because yeah. as soon as you get out of uh, your land bases, you're fucked. You've got to have um, ships in the ocean with big radars on them. Yeah. A, expensive, and B, have you ever tried to keep a ship in the same spot 
very difficult to do. I know, it's tricky, uh, especially in the Pacific. Big Pacific, little ship. Um, so they they worked out that satellites could get you a signal right around the world that helps you. They worked out that um, you can um, have communications that were way faster if you bounced them through glass. They worked out all of this technology basically yeah. through the space program that we use and monetarily use today. I will continue. Please tell us all about your mm. cocktail. Now, I, uh, keeping in the spirit of our conversation this evening, uh, I thought there must be a cocktail named something to do with conspiracy. And if you can believe it, I actually found there's a couple of cocktails go under the name of conspiracy or conspiracy theory. And I've made one. I've never made this particular cocktail before. So I'm about to do a taste test with you fine people along for the ride to find out if this is any good. Uh, this cocktail, the conspiracy theory, has scotch, uh, scotch whiskey, uh, one and a half ounces for those who maybe want to play along at home. Amaro, which is a bitter Italian liqueur, three quarters of an ounce of Amaro. Uh, there are lots of different sorts of Amaro, so you could probably lots of different sorts of scotches for that matter. So you could make a lot of variations of this drink. Uh, and I've also put a half ounce of uh, blood orange liqueur. The recipe I found said apricot liqueur, but don't actually have any apricot liqueur, but I have other fruit liqueurs. And of my various fruit liqueurs, I decided to go with blood orange because I like that and uh, a half ounce of lemon juice. And that all goes together to form the conspiracy theory, uh, which I am now going to have a little taste of. And, um, ooh, ooh, it's a feisty little number. Oh, and there comes the scotch right at the end of it as well. Oh, my word. But that, that's, that actually feels hot. I don't know what combination of uh, the beverages in there uh, is making it, but that actually tastes a little bit spicy, quite honestly. It might be the Amaro combined with the Scotch. I don't know. It's just a... Uh... And it's got the very... Uh, it's got the bitter edge from the Amaro and um, tartness from lemon juice. Um, honestly, not my favourite. Not my favourite. I am going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to put uh, a, just a tiny bit of sweetener in there. Um, and because, you know, you got to improvise in, in this world as far as I'm concerned. Um, and, of course, there's an enormous a number of things you can use as sweeteners from sugar. Honey, sugar syrup, make your own sugar syrup. I, I'm actually using agave syrup, which I think is intended uh, uh, for cooking, but it kind of tastes like golden syrup and uh, is uh, pretty good as a sweetener in cocktails, quite honestly. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's better. That's that's taken the edge off it a bit. Still not my favourite. Um, I, I have favourites. But um, so conspiracy theory, I want to bring it back to Australia for a couple reasons. I want to tell you some more about that. Now, AZ's laid the ground of conspiracy theories are generally ridiculous because you can disprove them. Uh, this Australian psychiatrist who was struck off uh, for pushing QAnon theories through his medical practice, and, of course, being a psychiatrist, he was treating people who were potentially much more vulnerable to paranoid theories, and that was what he did. But uh, what was interesting is his blog with these conspiracy posts was only uncovered after he submitted a detailed complaint to the Australian Health Practitioner Regulation Agency where he alleged an affair between his wife and a colleague. And then the colleague working at the same practice complained the information had been inappropriately shared with her as well. The New South Wales Medical Council began to look into the psychiatrist's well-being. And uh, so this is 
a little bit of an insight into exactly how unbalanced latching onto conspiracies can make you. During the actual hearing into his mental state, uh, this guy, McGregor, he told the medical council if they had, quote, any understanding of politics, you would understand beliefs are actually put on the blog are actually the directives from President Trump. And to me, the real topper that absolutely highlights this guy was definitely um, having not a good day mental health-wise, when the council chair called to tell him that his registration had actually been suspended. Now, he's gone through a hearing. They've assessed his mental state. They've gone, not good, not good at all. And these are the people with complete control over the duration of his suspension, whether it becomes permanent and all these sorts of things. And the chair of this council calls and says, yeah, we have decided to suspend uh, your registration. He handled it absolutely perfectly by calling her, quote, filthy, dirty, fucking left-wing slut. Wow. <laughs> so. Wow. Okay. That- I, I, I think it's reasonable to think this psychiatrist wasn't always paranoid and hadn't always been this far out there. But I've seen people sort of fall down this rabbit hole. It starts off with, well, oh, geez, there were some suspicious things about 9-11, wasn't there? And, duh, 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 and it cascades and they end up saying the most ridiculous things that are actually trivially easy to disprove, but every time you disprove it, they dig their heels in harder and go, oh, you're part of the conspiracy. You're part of the conspiracy. And that's always their answer. When you shoot down their idiocy, um, they just say you're part of the conspiracy. So, yeah. Can you hear me angry? I can, my friend. Can you even see me? Yes, and people who watch this on YouTube will be able to see you. People who listen to the podcast will just be able to feel you in their soul and in their special places, I think. I know that they will because I've touched them in their soul and their yes. special places. Yeah. It's kind of warm and velvety. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, onwards and upwards. Um, onwards and upwards indeed. Basically. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story about that later too. Um, I, uh, I, when, when the 9-11 outrage happened, um, several things occurred all at once. Yeah. Um, The, the first one was that a, um, a nation collectively lost its fucking mind uh, and, Instead of coming together, they got their stompy boots on um, yeah. and started uh, trashing lots of the world. Um, and they were already starting to implode. Um, a lot of uh, years of, um, of right-wing uh, government had, uh, had put various different peoples at odds with one another. Uh, and now they had a new enemy again, um, which was uh, horrible, um, but um, very good for their uh, societal makeup. Um, yeah. However, um, we are now paying the price today um, because it has allowed uh, uh, groups of people to say, it's okay to be um, superior and different. Yeah. It's okay to draw the lines of tribe um, yeah. uh, intranationally, not yeah. nationally, but intranationally. And yeah. so, fuck, you've got a mess now. Um, so part of this came from two things that happened, and they were assumptions. <clears throat> um the first thing that happened was um, <clears throat> the uh, 
terrorists didn't um, do these uh, terrible plane hijackings and run yes. them into buildings. Yeah. They didn't do that. Mm. Um, what happened was the government did a black flag operation in order to give them an excuse to go over and kick the fuck out of, um, false flag. you know, false flag uh, in order to go and kick the shit out of uh, Iraq um, and Afghanistan, it turned out. Um uh, for the oil, apparently. <clears throat> um, yes. Now, what always stunned me was I kept on saying to people, America has needed, never needed an excuse <laughs> to go fucking anywhere and kick the shit out of it. That's they just true. go. That's they true. just fucking go and kick the shit out of places. Yeah. It's, you look back through history. It's, you know, from Mexico through to Japan, through to the Philippines, through to – they just go. Yes. And go, um, you either have something I want or you're doing something I don't like, smash. Um, yeah. And um, it, it's just a thing. So I, I, I have to calmly tell them they don't, they don't need an excuse. They just got to ask Congress yes. and Congress usually says yes. yes. Um, the other thing that you get is that, and it's, it's shocking, is the, when you, you get a 9-11 Conspiracist, you scratch him, you find a racist. Um, because oh, effectively, absolutely. what it is, um, is these sand niggers in caves can no way get over the top of the best nation in the world. Yes. There's no way that yes. these Untermensch can, um, fucking get one over on us. There's no yes. way they could attack yes. us worse than Pearl Harbor. There's yes. no fucking way that could happen. Yes. And yeah. you know what, guys, it did fucking happen. Yeah. Uh, it happened big time. Um, Absolutely. You're so spot on there. It's always disturbed me that these people are more comfortable with embracing an incredibly unhinged conspiracy that their own government plotted against them and murdered thousands of people. They're more comfortable with embracing that than they are in admitting the world is a horrible, chaotic place and people with next to no resources compared to the resources of the mighty USA can still strike a very devastating blow within the US. That one scares them so much. They are actually more comfortable embracing the absolutely unhinged conspiracy of their own government conspiring against them. That one does my head in. One of the, and it does my head in too. And I didn't realize this until one time I was talking to this guy who was deeply into um, his 9 11 conspiracy. Mm -hmm. And I said, it wasn't a conspiracy. And he said, well, um, it's easy. You can see the pictures. Um, those holes in those buildings yes. um, are round um, oh. like a missile, not like oh. a plane. And yeah. it's like those planes are made out of aluminium. The only yeah. steel in them is yeah. four struts going in the balloon um, in long ways yeah. and two struts going along the wings. As soon as they yeah. hit anything, the wings fold. Yeah. Um, they collapse, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, well, how did an aluminium thing get through a building? Well, um, the trade centres... Um, are in fact basically glass um, yeah. held up by uh, uh, steel girders mm. um, which are placed around 10 metres apart. Um, yeah. You can get enough of a plane through that um, to make a fucking mess. Well, okay, um, fuel in a plane doesn't burn steel. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. Um, furnishings? Uh, wood, um, yeah. drywall, yeah. paper, and yeah. a fuckload of oxygen, um, yeah. and fuel, uh, yeah. and burning aluminium will yeah. burn yeah. steel. Yeah, and, and it, wasn't, um, it wasn't pouring jet fuel on them and lighting it, it was an incredibly severe impact. That plane may as well have been a missile for the force with which it hit their fuel tanks were almost full. And so the impact critically weakened the structure of the building. And then Which the incredible... Then, 
the incredibly hot fire didn't melt the steel beams, but it weakened already steel beam that could not then hold the weight, which is so many tons, um, and it just cost, cascaded. But hey, I want to. I'm I'm springing something on you now. You didn't know this was coming. Uh, left fielding you, and I didn't know this was coming. It just popped into my head. Uh, I want to bring this back to Australia. What, mm -hmm. given that we were talking about how QAnon has infested Australia, but what would you rate as Australia's biggest conspiracy theories? I've got okay. one in mind. But what, You've got one what, in what mind. What pops into your head? When I say, what's the biggest conspiracy theory in Australia? Okay, I, I'm going to say there's two. I'm I would say two. Let's see if we agree. What are your two? Mine are that the CIA um, was either going to shoot or have sacked um, Gough Whitlam, um, right. along with, this is along with, that yes. um, someone either shot or the Chinese picked up Harold Holt. Okay. Um, and the other one was the nuclear bomb. Um, oh, okay. That they found... Um, the uh, Ranger and Olympic uh, Dam uranium mines okay. mm -hmm. um, because the deal that we had with Britain for uh, nuking the fuck out of us testing its uh, bombs yeah. was that they were going to give us six bombs right. and they reneged on the deal. Right. And so Australia went, well, that's fucked then. Um, yeah. I don't know how many times you've uh, disappointed yeah. us now, uh, Britain. Okay. And um, so Australia, it turned out, had physicists. And uh, the physicists said, you know, if we found enough uranium, which we mm. know where it is, uh, we yeah. could make you a few bombs. Yeah. And the um, Liberal government um, said, no, you're not making any bombs. And no. um, then the Labor government said, yeah, do a couple of bombs. And then they yeah. took the plant down. They went, no, yeah. no more of that. Um, okay. And then Bob Hawke got in and mm. um, said, what's that um, lab doing out in the desert? And they went, nothing. And they said, wouldn't be reprocessing processing uranium, would it? Maybe for a reactor. We don't need a reactor. Turn it off. Yeah. The conspiracy basically goes that as all this shit was going down, yeah. the CSIRO was uh, in a mix between um, uh, biological sciences and hard physics. And in order to um, placate the National Party, though why you'd want to do that anymore, <laughs> and in order to shut down this bomb, um, yes. the Liberal Party shut down hard science in Australia right. and uh, went to bioscience instead. So we can right. farm fucking anything, um, right. but we can't blow anything up. Turns yeah. out that's not quite true either. Yeah. But um, that's the that's the two conspiracies okay. that I've got. We have we have a fifty percent crossover because my big two, uh, Harold Holt, for those who don't know, serving Australian Prime Minister who went for a swim and disappeared, which sounds weird until you see the area where he went swimming and we just went. He's a fucking idiot. He got sucked out to sea and you'll never see him. He got sucked out. He went yeah. rip and went. But um, I don't even regard CIA involvement uh, in the Whitlam sacking as a conspiracy theory. It was a conspiracy. The CIA were actively involved in undermining the Whitlam government. That's documented. They were never going to shoot him. They were no, never no, going to fucking shoot him. Oh, no, but yeah. they were just they were just going to undermine the thing because yeah. they didn't like them, what the yeah. unions were doing. He here's my number one Australian conspiracy, and I'm going to read you some stuff that will fuck you up. Uh, the Hilton bombing. You remember the Hilton bombing? For those who don't know, uh, the Sydney Hilton Hotel, uh, where the Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting was being held in 1978, a bomb went off outside it. Uh, it was assumed to be politically motivated, aimed at. Uh, attendees of the Commonwealth Heads of Government and an aggressive religious sect called Ananda Marga was blamed for it. Three people were prosecuted. Uh, notoriously dodgy prosecutions with 
really shitty police informants were used against them and ended up being acquitted. Uh, I think the establishment still thinks it was Ananda Marga who did it. But here's the con- the bits that add up to the conspiracy. Uh, there was a continuous police presence outside the building since the morning prior to the explosion, which would make it super fucking hard to plant a bomb. Uh, the, uh, the bomb went off. It was in a garbage bin. The bin was lifted up by a garbage truck. And when the compactor in the garbage truck crushed the contents, the bomb detonated, killed some garbage people and one cop, I think, uh, and a few other people injured. So the driver of the garbage truck has stated the bins would normally be emptied several times a day, but police had prevented three earlier trucks from emptying the bin that contained the bomb, even though it was overflowing with rubbish. Why? Who knows? Uh, that garbage bin had not been searched by for bombs, and that's a high priority specified in the New South Wales police uh, regulations. Army dog handler Keith Burley said his dogs could smell very small quantities of explosives and were expected to be used for the event, but he was called off a few days later. He expected to have his bomb dogs in the area, and a few days prior they said, we don't need you. The entire truck and all bomb fragments were dumped immediately afterwards at an unrecorded location, which, of course, prevented forensic evidence from being analysed. There's a guy who provided a statutory declaration that an army officer had admitted planting the bomb by switching. Yeah, but people can just lie, so I don't put a lot of faith in that. Uh, Officer in charge of police immediately after the bombing claimed there'd been a cover-up. Former Attorney General of New South Wales, Frank Walker, Federal Government Senator Gareth Evans had been, and those are actually reputable people. Absolutely. They'd been told by a CSIRO scientist that under pressure from ASIO, which is Australia's spy agency, the Australian Secret Intelligence Organisation, they had made two fake bombs in the week prior to the bombing. These bombs were designed not to explode but might explode if crushed in a garbage truck compactor. Uh, The principal private secretary of a federal senator was told that the bomb squad was waiting nearby at this early hour of the morning. Uh, You could infer from that that they knew that there was a bomb there. And uh, a police sergeant said he saw an occurrence pad entry that showed the warning call was received at 12.32 eight minutes before the bomb exploded. It was not relayed instantly to police out front at the inquest. Four other, ver- four other versions of the pad were shown, and they said it was at 12.40, which was the time the bomb went off. So basically the big, wild, out-there conspiracy theory around the Hilton bombing is the bomb was planted by ASIO and or Special Branch to justify their existence. Because I believe this was when Malcolm Fraser was a conservative prime minister at the time, and he kind of thought ASIO and Special Branch were both pile of shit and was going to defund them. Uh, But that's the big conspiracy that Australia's own uh, spy and intelligence and enforcement agencies planted a bomb that was not supposed to go off. They were meant to swoop in and save the day and prove their worth but a fucking garbage truck picked up the bin and when the compactor crushed the bomb, it detonated. Uh, There are so many irregularities. Uh, It's absolutely wild. I think, for me, that's Australia's biggest conspiracy theory. That is is more than likely Australia's biggest conspiracy and one of the most difficult because effectively from the 19 early from from the golf whitland days so 1975 yeah 1975 was a massive big political and social change in australia right just know that the world changed at that point um from that point 
there was a growing and by 1978 huge fucking shit fight between ASIO and ASUS by this point was actually not even known about. ASIO and ASUS, um, special branch. Um, and what a lot of people don't know was New South Wales was in the fucking middle of this because mm. New South Wales is always the big dick in any fucking um, uh, police negotiation, federal anything. Um, you know, there are two prime ministers' houses in Australia. One yeah. of them is Canberra, the seat of government, and one of them is in Sydney. Yes. There's not one in Melbourne. And no. There's not one in any other city in Australia. One no. of them is in Sydney. Yes. Um, it's not a retreat. No, 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 no. It's a fucking... It's a residence, right? It's a, an official residence. It's Kira where the Prime Minister is supposed like to do Kira stuff. Kira? What's that? Uh, it's it's called Kirabilia. It's right on Sydney Harbour. It's a beautiful piece of it's real estate. Gorgeous. Uh, piece of real estate. Fantastic. Uh, it, it's much better than Yarralumla, which is the official residence in Canberra. Uh, uh, Kirabilia uh, is the Prime Minister's residence in Sydney. I, I Yarralumla. You mean the lodge? The lodge, sorry, yeah, that's actually, yeah, the residence is the lodge. You were actually correct there. That's right. Mm. Yeah, the uh, lodge has been fucked over by various different um, uh, renovations uh, yeah, over years and years and years. The different prime minister's wives have said, oh, I'm going to add a bit here, and it just looks like a shit fight now. Um, but the Kirribilli is gorgeous um, yes. and also made of sandstone, so very difficult to fucking renovate. Um, yes. The thing about New South Wales being Sydney being the big dick was um, uh, New South Wales police have always um, been a, a loud voice and special branch is a special branch of police um, yes. and they were starting to go where special branch special branch and uh, New South Wales police and government were going you are special branch of fucking me uh, yeah. All your base are fucking me, motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, then ASIO and ASUS have uh, swooped in and gone, oh, you know, we're big swinging dick too. And then it was fucking on. Yeah. Um, I have – it's been mentioned to me in passing um, yeah. that um, the Ananda Marga sect, the guys who got um, – yeah. you know, the four guys – um, basically, were a mob of cunts, uh, and well, they were, um, it was a violent sect. They were basically, a, they were basically, a, a, it was a really nice way to put them away for a while. Yeah. Um, uh, it was very convenient. Uh, yeah. Just like when Ivan Milat was um, uh, arrested, they arrested tw uh, twenty-four other guys. Uh, Twelve yeah. of them, in fact, had uh, nasty crimes attached to them because yeah. it was all done by yeah. computer. Um, I'll do it another day. But it turns out that those 12 arrests were very fucking convenient um, yeah. when they were um, when they were very fucking convenient that they turned yeah. up on those um, doorsteps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so New South Wales Police does that shit all the time. Because they do that shit all the time, they're very good at it. Because they're very good at it, they can put fucking anything under a blanket. They could fucking drive a fucking space shuttle in a ute um, yeah. down Pitt Street and no one would fucking notice. Um, yeah. They are that good at fucking yeah. making seem, things seem very fucking normal. Um, yeah. I happen to know through passing um, yeah. that uh, there have been eight bombs taken out of Sydney Central Station and the fucking station wasn't shut down or evacuated at all. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing changed. Nothing happened. There wasn't code calls. There was none of that. Um, there was, uh, you know, bomb squad who is stationed yeah. there permanently. Um, yeah. Just went in, um, cut them out, um, gave them to the army, and then went back and had coffee and watched a uh, video. Because yeah. um, that's what they do. A conspiracy for another time. I think we mm. might leave our conspiracy talk just for now. Because we didn't even get on to how... Prime Minister Scott Morrison has a mate who is literally the most prominent QAnon conspiracy proponent in Australia and how his wife is actually on the Prime Minister's staff and they have barbecues at the Prime Minister's house. So our Prime Minister who belongs to a fucking death cult evangelical end days religion 
also has a QAnon guy in his ear. So that's some a fun topic for another time, mayhap. But I will thank anyone and everyone who's listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you for spending this hour with us. I, I really hope, appreciate uh, it. Yeah. I hope you got weirded out because it was pretty weird topics that we were going on. Uh, and if you're oh. not already subscribed, subscribe to the podcast. Maybe on whatever platform you listen to it on, uh, give us a five-star rating. Leave a nice uh, review that we cover all sorts of weird things. Uh, and, yeah, if you're so enthralled, you can find me as Angry Aussie on all the socials. Just search Facebook, Twitter, YouTube for Angry Aussie if you're not already aware of me. Love to hear from you. Uh, we do a lot of stuff. And so um, a, um, a quick bit of triv for next time we're on. Yes. Ask me about um, fire, steel, and the uh, protective coatings on the uh, steel structures of the um, World Trade Centre, and I'll tell oh, you a very interesting yeah. story. I've seen um, So thank you very much for having us on your device. You're, you rock. You're really good. Um, that, please subscribe that, to Angry. He's great. That feels like it should be like one of those badges that they have at networking sessions. Like, hi, I'm Aidsy. Ask me about steel fire and the coating of the girders in the World Trade Center. It's like that was, <laughs> that was uh, very interesting conversations. We've, we've got to do another Ask Aidsy Anything um, yeah. one night. Yes. We've we got to do another one of them. But we will leave behind podcast people for now. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. And we hope to uh, have you with us again soon. But we'll say bye for now. Bye. Thanks for coming.